And this is Sermonition Sunday, number 41. Meditations intended to equip the church militant for spiritual warfare. And I am the warrior priest, Donovan Riley. In the name of Jesus, amen. In the gospel lesson today, Jesus appears to his disciples again after his resurrection from the dead. And he assures them that even though he must leave them again, he will come back to fetch them. So the thrust, the force of his words is this, that I was here, and then I was dead, but then I wasn't dead, and that's why I'm here with you again. But I won't be here much longer, but don't worry, I'll come again to fetch you. So what does Jesus mean here? Does Jesus mean that this is the end? Or is it the beginning? Or is it something else altogether, different? That's what confuses the disciples. It's what has confused Christians for centuries, to be honest. When is the end coming? When is Jesus coming back? Is he coming sooner or later? How close are we to the end? How close are we to Jesus coming back? Is the end coming soon? You'll remember that all of the prophets, especially Micah and Joel, are always talking about the day of Yahweh. You remember this, the day of Yahweh, the day of Yahweh, the day of Yahweh is coming soon. Well, when is this day coming? They all want it. They want it really badly. And they are expecting that when the end comes, they will get their reward. And they who have been oppressed will finally be on top, not on the bottom. They who were controlled will be in control. And then the prophet Joel comes with the words that the Lord has given to him to speak. And he says, Woe to you, better that you had never been born. Woe to you who are waiting for the day of Yahweh. It's not coming the way you think it's coming. You think that you are going to get your reward, but it's not going to come to you that way at all. So the question, when is this going to happen? When is Jesus coming to fetch you? When is the day of Yahweh? What are the signs? And so on. The answer to that is just this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The end has already come. It has passed, and you missed it. So now the question is, where did this leave you? Did you end up in the sheep section or the goat section? Which side did you end up with? You see... When Christ is crucified, this isn't just a bump in the road. This isn't just a one more event in history, and then we're going to go on toward other things that God does kind of thing. The crucifixion is it. It is finished. It is complete. That's the final judgment. And by the way, what is is being told to you? What does the crucifixion tell you about the final judgment? Well, what the crucifixion is telling you, the final judgment is. How does the world end? What is the final judgment on the day of Yahweh when all are gathered around the throne? You get all of that in the crucifixion. You get all of it. And what is it? What is the final judgment? How does the world end? What is the final judgment on the day of Yahweh when you are all gathered around the throne? You killed him. 
That's it. You killed him. That's your final judgment. That's what Peter preaches in all of his sermons and acts. The first part of every sermon that Peter preaches in the book of Acts that are recorded for us begin with, you killed him. That's the first part of every one of his sermons. You killed the Lord of life. You crucified Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, the Savior. Now, of course, there's also a second part of the sermon, thanks be to God, that we have this great news that there's not only an end, but there's now a new creation, a new beginning, a new life. So what does it mean for you now? Who lives after the end? It means that the answer you have to give to all of the books and all of the people who are trying to project their, their signs and their symbols onto you, when is, when is the end going to come? When is the end going to come? That's all they ask. That's all they're trying to sell to you. When is the end going to come? And you have to say, I'm sorry to tell you this, you've missed it. It's already gone. It's already passed. And you failed. You flunked. You did not get prepared. You did not have oil in your lamp. You thought you could be ready for this, but you're not ready for this. And I know, I know, this is a bad, bad sign. This is bad news for those of you who thought you had a couple minutes until midnight. You thought there was a little bit of time left. You thought something could be prepared. You thought you could be among those who are transported into heaven without dying and all that kind of stuff. But none of that is true. None of that is true in the least. However, there is a new word I can give to you, a word that no one else knows about, a word that no one else has ever heard, and that is this. On the third day, Jesus was raised from the dead. And when Jesus was raised on the third day, he did not just come out of the tomb. He came out speaking. And he didn't just say anything. He specifically came to give the forgiveness of sin for your betrayal of him. And that is the end of time. That is what puts you in the last days. And now he's created a new time, a new beginning, a new life for you in the forgiveness of sin. Now there is a whole new world that is heaven that is the new kingdom, that is the eternal kingdom of Christ. Now you live in this world, in this strange moment in which old and new time overlap. But have no doubt, the end has already come. Unfortunately, you've still got the remainders. Sin, death, Satan, hanging on, clinging on for dear life. But the new has already arrived. You don't see it yet because the old remainders cling on for dear life, filled with the false hope that they can survive Christ's coming. But the end has already happened, and the new has already arrived. So now you know when the end comes. It's already happened. So let's talk about something different then. Let's not waste time asking questions like, do you think the end is coming soon? That's already happened. Let's talk about this new kingdom that has come. What's it made of? Will it ever end? No, it will never end. Well, how do I get citizenship in that particular place? Ah, now you've come to the right question. Wrong question, is the end coming soon? 
right question. How do I get citizenship in that kingdom? That's the right question. Now I can speak to that for you. It's called the gospel. In the name of Jesus, the Christ, I forgive you. And now because I have created you new and put you in my kingdom and you live by my promise, I promise you something. You will bear fruit. You will bear the fruit of forgiveness. And the fruit that you will bear is going to be of great help to the neighbor in this old, dying, evil world. For the most part, and pay attention, listen, this is important. For the most part, you are not even going to know this until you see me in glory. And then I will tell you all about it. So in the meantime, be assured, be comforted that I am getting this done because you cannot do it yourself. The law cannot make you do it, and no other person in life can make you do it. But I do it with the Holy Spirit, and I produce fruit out of you. In fact, this is already underway. You don't see it right now, but you will. You're not waiting for the end to come, remember. It's already arrived. So then what are you waiting for? You're waiting to see what faith already knows. When the trumpet sounds on the final day and you come out of your tomb, don't defend yourself. Don't show your resume. Don't do anything except this one needful thing. Call on the name of the Lord. That's it. When Jesus calls you by a name, when he arouses you from your slumber, when you stand before him face to face at the final day, Simply call on the name of the Lord. Okay, pastor, what's that then? What is this name that we are to call upon? How do I get this name? Where do I find it? Well, it's already been given to you. It was given to you in baptism. I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. There it is. There it is. You're ready. You're ready. You're good to go. You're ready for Jesus to come and fetch you. So now the end is yours to enjoy. Now the end is a comfort to you because God's judgment has already been proclaimed to you in your baptism. And that word is the same word that Jesus came out of the tomb proclaiming, I forgive you. I forgive you. I no longer recall your sin to memory. I forgive you. So now, The end is yours to enjoy. In the name of Jesus.